You're listening to KBCR News. I'm Jessica Greenwell. On Fridays, we speak with former Press Enterprise columnist and longtime KBCR News contributor Cassie McDuff about some of the big stories around the Inland Empire. Good morning, Cassie. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Jessica. Good to be with you. So California has a multi-billion dollar surplus. Uh, What are the plans for the money and will any of it benefit the Inland Empire? Well, yeah, this surplus is about 75 to $80 billion. So, of course, everybody is going to want a piece of that. In fact, some legislators who represent Western Riverside County and the San Gabriel Valley are pushing for some of that money to be spent to complete the last three and a half miles of the light rail line from Pomona to Claremont and Montclair on this side of the San Bernardino County line. It's already funded from Azusa to Pomona, but that last leg, um, they ran out of money, so the project needs a boost. This week, L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti visited Laverne and said the surplus offers the best opportunity to get that rail line brought into San Bernardino County. And, of course, the hope is eventually to bring it to Ontario Airport and enable people from the San Gabriel Valley to use that close-by airport more easily. We'll see if they're successful in taking care of that. Yeah. Let me mention a couple of other projects that, um, you know, with the state budget pretty flush, the legislature passed and the governor signed into law a $262.6 billion budget for this coming year. Um, That includes money for quite a number of Inland Empire projects, the biggest probably $25 million to expand and operate UCR's medical school and then $15 million for the first phase of a clean technology center at UCR's engineering school. And that would link to the California Air Resources Board headquarters, which is being built in Riverside near UCR. And then there's about $37 million divided between two San Bernardino Community College District projects. One is a new workforce training center at San Bernardino Valley College, and the other would be a new performing arts center at Crafton Hills College. In addition, the state budget sets aside $2.5 million to rehab the historic California Theater in San Bernardino. That would include replacing the carpets and seats, completing accessibility upgrades, and repairing the historic Wurlitzer organ, which is one of the last functioning Wurlitzers in the country. And then there's also a million and a half dollars for a 100-foot ladder truck for the Colton Fire Department and $1.1 million for an all-abilities interactive playground called Kids World in Pomona. It definitely seems like there's not a shortage of need for these surplus dollars. And it is surprising, you know, going into the pandemic, I don't think anyone was expecting that California would be left with a surplus after all this. Yeah, and with this big surplus, hopefully the folks in Sacramento will look favorably on funding these projects, especially the light rail project, because that's what they call shovel-ready. I mean, the engineering drawings and the environmental approvals are already in place. We hope that those funds come through and the projects that need them are completed. Absolutely. So one of the IE's congressmen seems to be a rising star in the Democratic-led House. So who is he and how did he get there? Well, he is Pete Aguilar, the former mayor of Redlands. He was elected to Congress in 2014. Earlier this year, we talked about he was elected by his peers as vice chair of the House Democratic Caucus. 
that puts him number six in line of the Democratic leadership in the House. And then last week, he was appointed by Speaker Nancy Pelosi to the special committee investigating the January 6th U.S. Capitol insurrection. He also serves on the powerful House Appropriations Committee, which decides where federal dollars are spent. So that's a really key position. Political observers say he's not a flashy politician. He's not chasing media coverage. He focuses on policy and on reaching agreements with colleagues in a respectful manner. So he's not viewed as ultra-liberal. In fact, he's a member of the moderate New Democrat Coalition. One of his mentors was Tom Mullen, a Riverside County supervisor from 1995 to 2003. And Mullen said Aguilar impressed him as a young governmental relations director for Arrowhead Credit Union, where he worked on getting the two inland counties working together on issues like air pollution and transportation instead of viewing each other as competition. Well, and it's impressive that a local politician rose up so quickly and is getting national attention. Um, Perhaps his influence will benefit the region. We'll see. We'll see. And lastly, what is new in the controversial world of warehouse development in the Inland Empire? Well, warehouses have been very unpopular with Inland Empire residents, especially in cities like Harupa Valley, which is six months into a one-year moratorium on developments that will increase heavy truck traffic. So when a developer came forward with a plan last year for 4 million square feet of warehouses along the 60 freeway, the city council said no. But the developer went back to the drawing board and now has come back with a scaled-down project with no more than a million and a half square feet of warehouses. That's still a lot. But now it would also include a market, sit-down restaurants, hotels, homes, a park, and an outdoor amphitheater. That's something the council has wanted as an outdoor entertainment venue. And so last month, the council gave it a green light. Mayor Lorena Barajas was the only council member who voted against it, and she said warehouses don't belong next to homes and children playing in parks. So the city manager said the council can still come back and reject the project if they don't like how the specific proposal is fleshed out. But this gives the developer the go-ahead to come up with a more specific plan. Mm -hmm. Well, progress is definitely a balancing act. So we'll see how this moves forward. Yeah. And remember, San Bernardino rejected the idea of a warehouse moratorium. So we learned this week that the city now has a warehouse that is Tesla's West Coast Distribution Hub. It's a new 322,000-square-foot warehouse on Cajon Boulevard in North San Bernardino. Well, thanks for that information, Cassie. My pleasure. Thank you, Jessica. Longtime journalist Cassie McDuff helps us out regularly on our Friday morning news wrap-up, and these reports are posted at kvcrnews.org. This report is made possible with the support of the Southern California News Group, publisher of the Press Enterprise, San Bernardino Sun, Inland Valley Daily Bulletin, and other Southern California newspapers. I'm Jessica Greenwell, KVCR News.